Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Coming up later, we have some news from that guy that many of you have taken to calling Sandy Claus, the one and only Sandy Monroe. But before we get to that, here is what's hot off the presses. And in what is going to become a geopolitical game changer, the International Energy Agency, which is based in Paris, says the United States will surpass Saudi Arabia in oil production by 2020. It's all about shale oil and fracking. And the IEA says natural gas will replace oil as the primary energy source in the U.S. by 2030. Now that doesn't necessarily mean lower prices for gasoline at the pump because those are set by international markets. However, U.S. oil consumption is declining and is expected to decline for decades. Here's my AutoLine Insight. This could have a big impact on the 2017 review of the corporate average fuel economy regulations. The pressure to achieve 54.5 miles per gallon by 2025 could ease up. It's unlikely that the target would be reduced, but it is possible the auto industry would be given more time to achieve it. Speaking of CAFE, on AutoLine After Hours last Thursday, Sandy Monroe, whose company does all kinds of vehicle teardowns, showed us a study that they worked on with the company FEV. They essentially redesigned a Toyota Venza, reducing its mass by 700 pounds. That's about 313 kilograms. And yet they also reduced the cost of the vehicle by $148, and it can still meet all the crash standards. This was a government-sponsored study, so the results are public information. Check out today's show notes for a link to that study, but I warn you, it's almost 900 pages long. Okay, now to Japan, where Honda unveiled a tiny electric car, a concept car, called the Micro Commuter Prototype. It's designed for short-distance trips for families with small children, senior citizens, delivery services, and car-sharing services. This EV has a range of 60 kilometers, that's about 37 miles, and it has a top speed of 80 kilometers an hour, that's about 50 mph. The company will start testing the vehicle in Japan next year. And speaking of Honda, it just revealed the 2013 Civic before it debuts at the Los Angeles Auto Show in just a couple of weeks. The company says the refreshed model incorporates more upscale and premium styling to go along with new safety, comfort, and chassis features. I would say that this is really a fairly modest facelift, but it is a step in the right direction. The car goes on sale later this month. Well, here is a seismic cultural change. Last week, we reported that a new study says women are better drivers than men. Now the AP reports that for the first time ever in the United States, there are more women with a driver's license than men. In 2010, nearly 106 million women had their license compared to 104 million men. And that gap's only going to widen if current trends continue. Fewer young adults are getting their licenses, but 
the decline is greater for young men. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at how the German supplier Continental is helping automakers get those five-star crash ratings. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Safety regulations for cars are becoming more stringent in the U.S. and in Europe. In the coming years, automakers are unlikely to get five-star ratings from Euro NCAP, the continent's rating agency, unless those vehicles are equipped with driver assistance systems. That's why the supplier Continental is developing several different emergency brake assist systems to help automakers pass those stricter tests. Uh, emergency brake systems, it's similar to uh, pedestrian detection systems. We have a big scalability. Here um, you see as first system in the market, the short range infrared, which we call SRL. Um, uh, you first saw it on the city safety on the XC60 Volvo. And as you uh, um, might have heard, yeah, we gain about 21% less accidents in the city up to the speed to 30, which I think is a, is a big improvement, a big number of uh, accidents which didn't, didn't happen yeah, in the last years with this curve. Still, the system is, um, is working up to 30 kph. It will soon be available also up to 50 kph speed with a delta speed of uh, around 30 kph uh, in accident avoidance. Uh, the rest is then just mitigation, but just mitigation is more than to crash with full speed. The next step here is also the stereo camera and the radar systems, because they today already can detect uh, uh, at higher speed objects in front of you and break on them even on higher speed. So uh, we target here on one hand the Euro NCAP, but also the NHTSA regulations in US, which are uh, upcoming soon. The emergency brake is already in serious production uh, on several cars. You can buy it on several cars today, based uh, mainly on radar and of short, uh, short range infrared. I think we're going to see dramatic improvements in safety in the next decade. That technology is really impressive. Say, don't forget to tune in to Autoline After Hours when the auto extremist and I will have the chief engineer of Ford's new Fusion on the show. Here's your chance to learn how Ford went about developing that car. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.